and this is a continuation of our short podcast recording and I'll be doing this alone so yes let's jump into it so I think today's um yeah today's conversation is pretty much interesting it's in the world of electric vehicles and recently Rivian and Lucid Motors went public um, Rivian was to go public at a valuation of 58 billion but hey eventually they went public at a valuation of 100 billion and they've not sold a car like literally they've not sold a car they've only sold cars to their employees and and that's about 150 54 cars they are about i don't know the exact numbers but it's around 140 and 160 cars yeah but um lucid motors also went public around the same time and they started delivery of their cars but lucid motor let's start with lucid motors first because it's pretty interesting right um they they are kind of like a luxury brand right and I think for most luxury car brand, most luxury buyers buy things that have a name and that have been exclusively for a long period of time. I, th- I think there's, there's your brand value around something that has lasted for a long time and that is perceived over the years to be valuable. Like the watch Rolex or the, um, the car Bentley or Rolls Royce. Right, these are actually prestige um brands because they've existed over the years and they've been um written by or driven by presidents and queens and kings or worn by presidents and kings and queens like the like Rolex, you know. So <clears throat> so for luxury buyers it kinda like makes sense to go for something like a Bentley over a Lucid and Lucid Motors, a Lucid Motor or a Lucid Car, um, it's roughly as expensive as a Range Rover or close to expensive as the base model of a Bentley, right? So they're entering a market where it's actually really, really hard to disrupt, which is a luxury segment. It's hard to disrupt because of brand perception and brand value over the years and lucid is just a very 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 young company and one thing that actually intrigued me in your ipo no okay as in your ipo was that uh when it immediately went public a lot of investors internal investors of lucid sold their shares a lot of them cashed out on that um ipo which is kind of like crazy because it's it's almost like a Ponzi scheme because you've not sold a car and you go public to raise um, public people's money. Then you sell your shares, right? That doesn't really, really make sense, you know, but that's really what happened. It even happened for Rivian, right? And it's crazy because it made the headlines and it kind of like questioned these two companies' future. You know, I'm not really bullish on Lucid's future because, like I said, it's in the luxury segment, it's hard to disrupt. 
you know, but also during the earnings call of Lucid Motors, they were all the investors and the CEO, no, the CEO in particular was all, and the executive were all talking about the share price and how wonderful the share price was, you know, which is kind of like insane because, um, in the engineering world, because if a company like Tesla and Elon Musk, right, when they have earning call, earning, earnings call, they focus a lot, you hear them focusing a lot on the technology and the engineering and the production, right? And a whole lot of issues and break, breakthroughs also. Elon Musk talking about the next um, beta update for the self-driving mode on a Tesla or the new battery that they're working on, right? You never hear Elon or Tesla board talking about the share price. Like in most in most of the time, they're not even happy with the way their share is way, way, way up and way, way, way overvalued, right? Elon Musk tweeted, I think last year or two years ago, that the share price of Tesla is too high, you know, and that put him in a lot of trouble um, internally in Tesla, you know. So the focus of an engineering company at its core, like a car company, should not be on the share price, but should be on production, should be on um, car technology and other issues that they have to actually address and fix, you know. For Rivian, on the other end, was even more crazy because they, at a point, they had a valuation of $130 billion within that week. Right when it went public, and they've not sold a car. Like, do you know how crazy this is? They've literally not sold a product. Like, literally, there's no product sale, and the co- the company is valued at a hundred billion dollars. Right, that can happen ten years ago or even five years ago. Right, but it seems like um, people are actually. Learning from Nikola Motors' playbook of last year with Trevor Milton, and optimizing it to actually, I mean, make money or cash out when going public, you know. See, there are kind of like three ways a startup makes money. The first one is bootstrapping and earning, making money, like earning revenue either from ads or subscriptions. And which is actually real revenue. That's actually one of the ways a startup can make money. The second one is mostly through an exit. So an exit means the startup um gets sold or get bought to by a biggest startup or by a company, an existing company, or an investor or just somebody else that has a lot of money. So that's what an exit means, right? That is the second way startups make money or startup founders make money. The third way is uh, by going public. Now this year, or since the beginning of 2020, it's been a bit exaggerated and abused because some of these startups are not profitable and they are not actually passing through the due diligence of actually... um, our public company should be listed. A public company should be listed based on 
um, profit margins of the present and also what it could potentially be in the future if it has capital to expand, right? So that's why most companies go public, you know. But these days, it's more of like, we go public so that we could make money, not from the business, but from the stock price, literally, you know. So it's it's a bit crazy what is happening in our time, or in 2021, our company go public, you know, at crazy valuations, and the founders or the board or the investors sell their shares immediately. It when that happens, um, it, it kind of like places a question mark on the motive of this company and its future. I hope you're able to learn something. See you next time.